Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Recent Eats. I'm your host, Aishwarya Iyer, and today I have here with me an entrepreneur whose products I use every single day in my home. And I'm so excited to have her on. We've actually never met in person, but in any case, this is a long-winded way of saying, hi, Roxana. Hi, Ash. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so happy to have you on. I've teased enough. Can you share with the <laughs> listeners a little bit about you, your background, and your incredible company? Yeah, absolutely. So I am the founder and CEO of Tash. Tash is the best tasting dairy alternative milk built on sustainability and health. I live in Brooklyn with my husband and six-month-old and Tash is a two-year-old company that launched initially through coffee shops and online on direct consumer. So I don't know how I discovered Tash. It might have been my husband. It might have been me. But we were hooked immediately. It's so creamy. And I don't mean to turn this into, you know, like anybody who's listened to other episodes, I'm not going on and on about products. Like, but I have to say, you know, this like, Tasha's milk, milk alternative, however you want to describe it. Like it is a staple in our house. I use it for a cereal. I use it in smoothies. I use it all the time. And it has this like creamy, we also haven't talked about what it's made of, which is pistachios to date. And so that's really, honestly, like I had never seen a pistachio milk before. Um, and I think it just has brought our family tons of joy. So I was really, really excited to have you on because I want to hear all about what an entrepreneur in this pistachio milk dairy alternative space, like what are you eating and how are you thinking about food? So we always start off by asking, what is your relationship with food and cooking versus food and restaurants? And also you're based out of Brooklyn, New York. So let's just caveat yeah. that too. Yes. Okay. So my relationship to food is really rooted in my family's relationship to food and how I was brought into thinking about food, the culture of food. And so it, for me, it's unparalleled. Like food is love in my culture. And so mm -hmm. I'm a first generation Iranian American and we show love through food. We show generosity, hospitality. It's all through food in Iranian culture. And so at a really young age, I realized there was actually something quite different about my relationship to food than a lot of my friends. Because mm -hmm. like, for example, like in my home, even if you were not hungry or still full from the last meal, you would never drink skipping a meal. Mm -hmm. If you're sitting down and you're having at least 90 minutes with your family and you're doing it no matter what. And so compared to my friends, I was like, huh, this, this, this is, is a little different. bit different. Like we're taking this... <laughs> Seriously. Um, and so my relationships with food and cooking versus going out, I love both equally. Being in New York City, I think that part of why I call myself like a lifer and like I should like be on like some sort of like campaign to promote New York because I'm constantly just going on and on about my deep love and passion for the city and its restaurant culture. Mm. I think there's such a heartbeat and an energy and I love it so much. I actually like, I find that like a bit of a respite on like a Saturday to go to a buzzy, loud, boisterous restaurant. Like that for me is like on par with like journaling. Yeah. I like, was about to say there's me. something therapeutic about that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I'm, I'm in the same place as you. I feel 100% the same way. But I also get that from cooking at home. 
Mm-hmm. And like just a little bit of music, you know, like a little Frank Sinatra playlist in the background or whatever, and just being at the stove and doing that. What did this past week look like for you for food and for eating? Let's start with um, the middle of the week, like Tuesday, Wednesday. Okay. So we're going to work backwards because as soon as I started to think about three days being the type A person I am, I immediately did the day before, which was Mother's Day. Mm. And I was like, I got to get all this down because I don't want my week to get away from me. Um, So should I start with Mother's Day? Okay, great. So my very first Mother's Day, I have to give kudos to my husband, Kyle, who really did a great job and went all out. We started with a Tash latte. This is actually like probably most days of the week. It's either latte or matcha, but has to be one or the other. Mm. Um, so we did a Tash latte with parlor coffee beans. The beans are very important. You understand this. Yes, the I do. Ingredient important. Yes. Um, so that was coffee. And then because it was Mother's Day, um, we had some mimosas, which was really lovely. Oh, that's totally lovely. different. Like, yeah. Orange juice and or any other kind of juice? Yes. Mm. Yes. Orange juice has to be fresh. I know. Juice was my first word and it's literally stayed with Is me. Is that my true? Whole like, like you said, 100% juice. true. Juice. And so we had some fresh orange juice, both in the mimosa and on its own, and then slow scrambled eggs. What is a slow scrambled egg? It's a little arduous because you just stay at the stove for 30 minutes and very slowly, really low tech really slow and you just continuously with the spatula just start and after about like 25 minutes you'll have like a nice like kind of little bit runny but not not too runny but like a slow scramble and they're just delightful and we put these calabrian chilies on it it's like a calabrian chili like mashup that we get from italy oh fiery hot but so good and then a little bit of parmesan but with like a potato peeler, you know? So it's like a nice, that nice, nice strip. It's not a chunk. Yeah, it's a good strip of Parmesan. Mm. Yeah. I love that combination of the Calabrian chilies and the Parmesan together with the eggs. I haven't, yeah. Sounds really, really good. It's right up your alley. Mm. I mean. Okay, so then we, from there, we went to a a later brunch at a restaurant called Miss Ada, which I had never been to before. Mediterranean, North African, hence phenomenal food. Where is um, it? Lamb shawarma. It's in Fort Green Hill. Okay. Border. Fantastic. We actually, their sister restaurant called Nelly serves cash. It's a little cafe. It has the best breakfast pita you will ever have in your life. Full stop. Unbelievable. Oh. Um, big pillowy pita full of scrambled eggs and a little bacon if you want that. And it's just so good. Anyway, so we went there. We, it's a smaller menu. So we overordered as we tend to do, but what we didn't eat, we took home with us. I call this Leonard because when it kind of starts to, you know, edge over so far past lunch that like you're closing the restaurant down and it's like four o'clock. What's the time? That's exactly what I was going to ask. What's your time for when it turns into Leonard? Is it three, four? Leonard yeah, is four o'clock onward. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we do, we do a Leonard a lot. I don't know if that's the Persian side of me that where we, everything happens like 
dinner can be at eight or nine sometimes and that's totally normal. Yes. In some Indian homes, yeah. it's like that too. You're eating at like nine, yeah. nine thirty in India. Yeah. Oh. Right. So dinner turned into just eating what was left for lunch with a little bit of green salad. And that was it. Perfect. That was Sunday. Do you do yeah. sweets every day? Tell me about your relationship with dessert. Almost every day. Okay. 90% of the time. Yeah. It doesn't have to be much. I really like the unreal like almond butter, dark chocolate peanut butter cup. Yes. This is so funny you were saying that. I just tried Unreal for the first time. I had the Almond Joy sub or do brow, right. if you want to call yes. it. It's a dark chocolate coconut. Oh, it's really tasty. So you try, you, yeah. So you eat the Reese's dupe, basically? I eat the Reese's dupe. I eat the Almond Joy dupe. They, I think there's other dupes that I haven't tried yet that I'm very keen to try, but I think they're great. I put the cups in the fridge because I like them cold. No. I don't do that for the Almond Joy one because it makes the coconut a little strange. But yeah, in the fridge, especially as it gets warmer, it's a real treat. Oh, that sounds so good. What a nice mm -hmm. Mother's Day. You yeah. are a mom of a six-month-old. You're running a company. Yeah. Like, I don't imagine you're waking up and having leisurely hour-long breakfast. So what does a Monday look like? Or what did this Monday look like for you? Yes. So this Monday started with an iced matcha. I used Nico Hama matcha this time around. Oh, fantastic. Rocky's matcha is another Team Tash yes, favorite. Love Rocky's. Yeah. So ice matcha with Tash. And then I was really craving a classic New York City bagel and like nothing fancy. Like I just went to my neighborhood spot. It's literally called the Love Bagel Delight right here in Dumbo. Got myself a everything bagel toasted with stallion cream cheese devoured it because it's the best bagel i mean next time you come to new york and if you're around this part it's like try it i promise you it's one of the best bagels i'm obsessed and with bagels then, and yeah. so i'm gonna take you up on it honestly let's go let's go have bagels we'll go together. together i remember yeah. <laughs> i'm even i'm i'm like cringing at myself for saying this do you remember when it was a trend <laughs> to scoop out a bagel do you remember that? Yes. Yes. Okay. For yes. folks who are and not. To do that. Yeah. And for folks who are not New York based, I don't think this was happening in other parts of the country, but in like the mid aughts, it was a very big thing to get a bagel and scoop it out, which means you would, the poor person making the bagel would be pulling out the elements of the bagel, like quote unquote, carby elements like the middle of the bagel, basically. And then you're still toasting it, adding the cream cheese, adding whatever. But I guess people were like, oh, well, that cuts the cart count in half or whatever yeah. the weird calculation Just we were sacrilege. all making. Totally ridiculous. And the food waste involved in that. Like I I used to do that all the time and I'm cringing. Oh, yes. <laughs> that was the only way I did it for like a three-year span. Exactly. And then maybe all of the bagel shops and bodegas in New York were like, F that. We're never, if you ask us that, and I remember getting some evil looks too uh, when I would ask people, yeah. they kind of glare at you. Oh, but anyway, love bagels. It's so funny. We'll go with you yeah. anytime. We won't scoop them out. We respect the bagels now. We don't do that anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You've grown. Yeah. So then from there, that can kind of keep me feeling good for a while. Um, so I just snapped sort of early afternoon, a bunch of fruit, strawberries, blackberries, grapes, raspberry. And then I had a pache, a date to kind of get me through to dinner. 
And dinner was just a really beautiful filet of salmon grilled. We've got a nice little grill set up on our roof. So we grilled some asparagus, got a nice little butter lettuce salad, homemade dressing always, Brightland olive oil always. That was dinner on, on Monday night, nice and healthy. Does your daughter, is she starting to realize that human food is delicious? Like, is she eyeing the salmon? Or if you're eating a bagel in front of her, like what? what's, oh, yeah. what's happening there? Yes. So at five months, we got the go ahead to give her, start to give her solids. And she's been a changed little being ever since. Like now she knows that the world has really opened up and she's like gone from seeing in black and white to like in color, like through food meaning. And so everything we're eating, she's like, her eyes are like saucers and she's just like, give me that, like enough of this bottle. Like, I don't mind into that. Like, I want what you have, that colorful thing. And so it's really cute because she loves everything we give her. That's just so cute. I think one of the cutest things is watching babies for the first time um, try something new that they absolutely are in love with. And a lot of times, unfortunately, it's sugar. But seeing (laughs) seeing their reactions. Has she, oh my God, has she tried Tash yet? We haven't given her Tash yet because right now it's still very much like you give one ingredient and it's right. Mm. Like space it out a little bit because you want to, if something, you know, isn't sitting right with her, you want to be able to identify. So right now it's just single ingredient things. Okay. You're going to have to film the moment the first time you give her Tash. Like that's a world's colliding moment. Okay. So it sounds like such a lovely Monday, right? Like grilling on the roof, beautiful dinner. Yeah, there was some dessert also on Monday. We did a um, a lazy dessert. It was a Van Leeuwen vegan ice cream bar. Their vegan ice cream bars I are like, underrated. They're really good. I agree. I think they're great. And I love to try all the non-dairy ice cream options. Yes. It's just like fun. Yes. Like it's just a whole experience. It's like trying all, there's so many now. I mean, the day that Tash comes out with an ice cream, <laughs> I think I will come, me and my husband will combust with joy. <laughs> Truly, because it's going to be the creamiest, most delicious thing. Um, so, okay. So tell me about Tuesday. What does your Tuesday look like? Yeah. Tuesday started with another latte. This time we used Intelligentsia's Black Cat Espresso, which we're big fans of. Um, then I had... A breakfast meeting with a potential investor at Casa Cipriani. So we went over there and I just had like their Greek yogurt with berries, granola, glass of fresh orange juice. And that was my breakfast. It was pretty early. It was 8.30. My appetite grows throughout the day. So you get me up like, you know, prior to 9 a.m. It's going to be a smaller breakfast. But after 9, we're, we're more ready to go. Also, I just have to talk about people taking breakfast meetings at 8, 8.30 in the morning in New York. Like, <laughs> this is why one of Brightland's core values is practice New York City excellence with California spirit. Oh, I love that. <laughs> but sometimes I have a hard time explaining exactly what that means. And this is an example of that. Like, in LA, I don't think anyone would ever... Like, I dare you to suggest breakfast to a few people just in jest when you're here in June. I dare you to do no. it and see the reactions because I, I think that people will <laughs> be like, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Like th- those words mean nothing. But in New York, I right. met people, when I lived there, I met people for, at 7.30 for breakfast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love how uh, yeah. nonchalant you are about it. Yeah, it's nuts. 
it's so different. It's one of the th- things that like, I always have like a list in my head of like the comparisons because I lived in LA for so long. Um, but that's one of them. That's totally at the top. Oof. Well, Casa Cibriani sounds lovely. And what a great way to start the day too. It's very beautiful there. Very calming. I feel like you're maybe on a luxe boat of some sort. Yeah. But uh, yeah, great way to start Tuesday. From there, came back to Dumbo and I had a cometeer, mm. a little mid-morning coffee. Um, I'm a big fan of cometeer. That day I had the Joe coffee blend, mm. which I really enjoy. And then for lunch, homemade salad. So for me, a huge arugula person. I love chickpeas, avocado, grilled chicken, homemade salad dressing. We used a week. I brightland as my base. And light, easy, ate it in front of the computer. What is your go-to salad dressing? Yeah, so it's always like a combination of kind of the same things, but sometimes I'll sub something in or out to drive it in a direction. But olive oil, either balsamic, red wine vinegar, mustard, maybe acid of some sort, a dollop of big preserves, mm. jam, whatever you want to mm. call it. Um, sometimes like a dash of like maple syrup. If I'm with some people who I know want like, they don't, they can't handle the tangy yeah. and the tart. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll soften it with that. Um, yeah, I just, I, I riff every time. I think the magic there is hearing about fig. Like that's super interesting to me. I've never heard that. And I love asking people what their go-to dressing is. Yeah. Um, my mom taught me that. Mm. Hidden secret. Okay. Uh, so tell us, tell us what happened after lunch. So after lunch, we had a duo of hummus and some pita chips as a snack. Homemade hummus. I like to do like. Store-bought. I wish, you know, isn't it? I've heard the easiest thing in the world to make your homemade hummus and like pretty game changing i mean it's really it is easy but you're still taking out ingredients doing the do you know what i mean and then there's the cleanup involved so i also understand sure yeah yeah no so it was store-bought one was garlic and one was like a spicy hummus Mm. and i like to bring those together a nice little hybrid yeah um yeah and what i really want the people at stacy's to do is to do a Thin pita chip, but jalapeno. Hopefully they can yeah, make that happen please, for me. Stacey's team make a thin <laughs> pita chip. I mean, generally, they don't... Do they have thin pita chips at all? They do, yeah, which is great, but not. only in limited flavors. Okay, not so we the need jalapeno, jalapeno, which is my jam. Yeah. 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 So then for dinner, we went kind of big. We had these Snake River Farms Wagyu burgers in the freezer from the holidays. And so we pulled those, we pulled those up the night before. And so we had the Wagyu burgers grilled uh, alongside some roasted cauliflower. And then I had a beer by Talia, which is a woman-owned beer company that I absolutely love. And that was it for, for Tuesday. No dessert. I love that you shouted out Talia. I, I haven't tried it yet, but I mean, I've just never even seen a woman-owned beer company before. So it's so good. So, so, so good. And I know a thing or two about beer because our first ever co-branded product was a Tash beer. Wait, With a brand called Other Half. Yes, we made a beer in our first year and it was the most fun experience. I learned so much about beer making and it was just like the most random thing ever that happened in the most fun way. A story for another time. But I became 
really interested in like how you make beer and flavors and all that kind of stuff. And so when I came across Talia, I was just like, wow, these two women are seriously onto something. And their tap rooms are beautiful. Where are they based? And they serve coffee during the day. We were just emailing with the owner and I think she said she's opening her fifth one this soon, but they're based here. Unbelievable. Okay, New Yorkers, please go to this. And the next time I'm in yes. New York, I need to go. Talia, shout out. Talia. <laughs> All right. What have you yeah. eaten today so far? Yeah. So I did overnight oats, obviously again with Tash, and I put berries, coconut flakes, chia seeds, and a special project. We have an R&D drizzled on top. Well, it does it have anything to do with bees? The special project? No. Oh, interesting. Nothing okay. to do with bees. Okay. Because when you said drizzled on Nothing. top, that's what I thought yeah. of. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. Yep. Yep. So more on that to come. But that and my Tash Latte has been all I've had up until noon today. Yeah. Maybe today's going to be a winner situation. Okay. Yes. Now we're going to move into a rapid fire round. What is the best meal fun. that you've had this year? Blackberry Farms in Tennessee. So it was like a bucket list thing, dying to go. We finally made it there. It's all the hype, totally like worthy of every ounce of it. It's magic. Every meal is magic. So Blackberry Farms kind of wins by landslide, except for I also have to give an honorary mention and that one wins because it's a property, right? It's a mm. farm, it's a functioning farm. It's just, it's a whole thing. And every single meal is like somehow blowing your mind in a way that the last meal did it. So it's very special. In terms of a non-hotel property meal, Aval here in New York is a newer restaurant that's Persian, but modern. How do you spell it? Blew my mind. E-Y-V-A-L. Okay. Got written up in the New York Times. Okay. It's one of the best new restaurants left here. Phenomenal. I mean, like it, it's even if you don't like Persian food and or you don't have interest in it, it's this could convert you and serve up something that you're just thinking about for days later oh because it's goodness. every dish is like a love letter, but it's not too heavy, but it's very like it's not traditional Persian food. It's mm. very inventive and modern and the flavors and the, the cocktails. It's so well done. We will 100% tag both. And I just have to say, when you were talking about Blackberry Farms, my mouth was literally open because I am going to go with a friend in late August. And we just decided earlier this week. And so I can't wait. I'm, I'm really, so excited for you. Yay! Okay, we'll have to talk about that too. <laughs> what is the best music yeah. to listen to when you're eating? Not necessarily cooking, but when you're sitting down and eating. I like something actually like a Buena Vista Social Club, no English words. Mm. Because then you're just like, it allows you to kind of like be in the conversation and be in the moment and not be distracted so much. I kind of like, that's that's a go-to. Because mm. um, it also just has like a nice energy to it where yeah. you're like upbeat, but not too upbeat. Yeah. I think that, I think you nailed it. What's your favorite childhood snack? Oh man. Truthfully, pistachios were one of them. And... I was the weird kid on the playground getting the side eye from my classmates because I had a Ziploc bag of pistachios and I was like cracking them open. What's your favorite meal of the day between breakfast, lunch and dinner or snacks? 
dinner, 100%. Mm. Always dinner. Yeah. Dinner person, through and through. Yeah. What is a food that you would eat for the rest of your life? Every single day. I would go Persian food because it just connects me so much to my culture and family heritage. Or I think because food is all those things to me so profoundly that would have to be Persian food. Where can people find you and Tash? So people can find me on Instagram and TikTok. I think my TikTok handle is just my name, Roxana Saidi, S-A-I-D-I. My Instagram handle is It's The Rocks. And then Tash, people can now find, we're launching into retail. So we're starting to be more on grocery shelves, which is so exciting. But we're pistachionilk.com. Easiest place in the world to find us. Best website. <laughs> Pistachiomilk.com, y'all. Coffee shops. A lot of coffee shops around the country. So we have a little map on our website where you can find out. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you, Ash. I mean, this is like, I could talk about this all day. I know. This was a joy. Thank you so much for yeah. coming on. And listeners, we will talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Recent Eats. We're an independent podcast that's truly a personal passion of mine. And so I want to thank and shout out our producer, Evan Lindsay. I would greatly appreciate if you could rate and review the show wherever you listen to podcasts. To stay up to date with future guests, follow us at Recent Eats Pod on Instagram. And you can find me on Instagram at Hello Aishwarya. See you next time.